Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts. Two guys from a personality standpoint and from just a being a good dude, just A-plus human beings. A-plus human beings. You never, ever hear any negative off-the-field stories about either of these guys. Patrick Mahomes is a saint. Jalen Hurts is a saint. And I think, to me, maybe that's why this matchup of the quarterbacks isn't getting enough hype, right? They're too boring. They're not like Tom Brady. They don't have you know, a relationship with a supermodel wife uh, that's, that's made it into the public eye. They aren't doing fake retirements. Their teams 100% are bought into them. They're not looking to get out of town. These are two dudes in Mahomes and Hurts. They get it. They get it. And I've been saying it since championship weekend. We are on the cusp, potentially, of Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts being the two faces of the National Football League. Yeah, that's right. The two faces of the National Football League. Mahomes and all of his greatness that he's accomplished in his first five seasons, he is just, without a shadow of a doubt, this is the most impressive start to a career maybe that we've seen ever, right? And I think my fellow media members and and, and experts and pundits out there are very aware of that. When's the last time that someone's been in the league for five years and we're already anointing them as a Hall of Famer? It is rare that somebody is spoken about in this higher regard this early into their career. Let's be honest. This is no slight at Patrick Mahomes. I just wonder, is some of this conversation that we're having surrounding Pat Mahomes, is some of it too premature? Or is it just on time? Is it too soon to be anointing him a Hall of Famer? So some people are anointing him the greatest quarterback that's ever played the game. I'm sure Tom Brady has something to say about that, him and his seven championship rings that he has. But I get it, right? Patrick Mahomes and the way that he's started off his career, we've never seen anything like it before. He came out of the block swinging. I mean, this is somebody who from his very first pass attempt From his very first career start, it was very evident Patrick Mahomes was going to be one of the faces of the National Football League for a long, long time moving forward, right? We've already already anointed Patrick Mahomes as a Hall of Famer. He's already the face of the league. But how much differently do we view his legacy if the Kansas City Chiefs are unable to get it done on Sunday? How much does the conversation surrounding Patrick Mahomes and his greatness, how much does that dialogue change? How much does that narrative change? Because there's an argument to be made that when Pat Mahomes gets to the big game, he ain't all he's cracked up to be. Patrick Mahomes, a one-and-one record in the Super Bowl. He lost Super Bowl 55, 31-9 to Tom Brady and company. He won his first ever Super Bowl the year before Super Bowl 54, 31-20 over the San Francisco 49ers. Well, that's all fine and dandy, and Patrick Mahomes is a stud in the postseason. In the big game, he kind of comes back down to earth. He kind of crashes down to reality. A one-and-one record of the Super Bowl. He's got a 57% completion percentage. He's only thrown for 556 yards. And here's the number that's staggering. 
Here's the number that makes me go, hmm. Maybe the Eagles got something cooked up for Patty Mahomes. In his two Super Bowl appearances, Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns, four interceptions. You heard that right. In his two Super Bowl appearances, the great Patrick Mahomes, the MVP that's already been anointed, two touchdowns, four interceptions. He's been sacked seven times as well. So all the pressure, to me, is on Patrick Mahomes heading into Sunday. Jalen Hurts has nothing to lose. He's already exceeded everyone's expectations. No one had a shadow of a doubt. No one had a clue that Jalen Hurts and the Eagles were going to be in the Super Bowl this year. We knew the offseason was special. We understood that Howie Rosen was aggressive in acquiring talent. The question was, how big of a leap does Jalen Hurts take in year three? How big of a step forward can Jalen Hurts take in his second full season as the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles? And guess what? To the credit of Jalen Hurts, he checked off every box. He answered every question. There's a reason before he got hurt, he was one of the front runners for the MVP award. There was a reason the Philadelphia Eagles were the NFL's last undefeated team before the commanders go in there and you know took their lunch money. Jalen Hurts, say what you want about the kid. To me, Jalen Hurts is on the cusp of becoming one of the faces of the National Football League. Everybody loves a feel-good story. Everybody loves an underdog. Everybody loves someone who can overcome adversity. That embodies who Jalen Hurts is. That is who this young man has been. Not just, not just in his NFL career, but dating all the way back to college. Hurts is on his way, if he can win on Sunday. Jalen Hurts is on his way to becoming one of the faces of the National Football League, especially in an NFC conference that's lacking star power at the quarterback position. Let's think about it. Now the GOAT has retired. Who is the clear-cut best quarterback in the NFC? Rodgers? After Super Bowl Sunday, Jalen Hurts is going to be making his argument. I know we're not going to say Kirk Cousins. I know we're not going to say Dak Prescott. Everyone knows all of the elite quarterbacks in the National Football League reside in the AFC. Baby Jesus and Justin Herbert, Joey Beans Burrow, you name it. All of the elite quarterbacks reside in the AFC. Jalen Hurts, if he can go out Sunday and put on an MVP caliber-like performance, he for damn sure is going to be looked at as one of the faces of the National Football League without a shadow of a doubt. And the beautiful thing about Jalen Hurts and why I said everyone loves an underdog story and why, to me, from a marketing standpoint, I think the NFL is in good hands if Jalen Hurts ends up becoming the premier face and quarterback of the NFC. I think he's already en route to doing that. But a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl to me etches that in stone. Jalen Hurts is what I like to describe as the American dream. Jalen Hurts is what this country was founded off of, hope, a dream, doing things people said you could not do. He gets demoted in front of a national TV audience in the national championship game while he's at Alabama. He could have left after that season. He could have left. He gets benched for Tua Tagovailoa. We all know how the story goes. Jalen Hurts, especially in today's era and culture of college football, the transfer portal was ready for him. Jalen Hurts had every reason, every outlet, every excuse to go ahead and jump in that transfer portal. He decided not to. He decided not to. He stays at Alabama. 
He backs up to a tongue of Iloa. Then finally, Coach Nick Saban, the savant that he is as a head coach, goes to Jalen and says, hey, look, bro. I love me some Jalen Hurts as much as the next man, but it's best suited for you to get the hell up out of here. You've got options at Maryland with Mike Loxley. You could have went to the University of Miami where your former quarterback's coach is. Instead, Nick Saban says, hey, look, don't go to any of those places. Go to the University of Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. Go somewhere to where you can best position yourself to get drafted as an NFL quarterback. And just think about it. As someone who's an avid college football fan, thinking about Jalen Hurts and his career in Tuscaloosa, the fact that we're seeing him start Sunday in the Super Bowl, I mean, it is, I have no other better phrase to coin, it is the American dream. The ultimate underdog story. Finally, he leaves for Oklahoma. Makes his mark. Leads the Sooners to a good record. I think I believe they won the Big 12. A Heisman Trophy finalist. Everything you could have imagined if you're Jalen Hurts. Coming to fruition. Why? Because no matter what set of circumstances Jalen has dealt, all he knows is chop wood. All he knows is work. And that's the mentality and culture that was instilled in him in Tuscaloosa at Alabama. That's what happens when your father is your coach growing up. You get tough love. You get those, those traits embedded in you, and it becomes a part of your DNA and a part of your mental fabric. I'll continue to say it, man. Jalen Hurts is the American dream, people. He is the American dream. Even down his NFL story, he gets drafted in the second round by the Philadelphia Eagles. Fresh off of paying Carson Wentz big-time money. Jalen Hurts could have went into that situation and said, look, I'm going to put my head down. I'm not going to try to ruffle any feathers. I understand. I understand that Carson Wentz is the guy, but that's not going to stop me from doing everything in my ability, everything in my power to be the best quarterback I can be. Ultimately, we all know how that story plays out. Howie Roseman and company because of the growth and development of Jalen Hurts, was comfortable enough to ship Carson Wentz out of town. Goodbye, pack your bags. We don't care that you're a former number one overall pick. We don't care that we invested this type of money in you. Jalen Hurts is the dude we want to chop wood with moving forward. And that's to the credit of Jalen Hurts as well, man. He forced that decision. He forced that decision upon Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles. Finally gets his shot last year. Finally gets his shot last year. First full season as a starter. Takes the Eagles to the playoffs. Then he gets bounced uh, by Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He vows to come back better. And what did he do? He goes out and enlists the help of Tom Brady's quarterback's coach, Tom House. And they work all summer long. All summer long they worked. And then Howie Roseman rewarding that hard work and ensuring that Jalen is in the best position to have success. Howie Roseman being the executive of the year that he is goes out and swings for the fences. He makes the trade on draft night for AJ Brown, getting Jalen hurts that true number one wide receiver that quite frankly, you need to have success in this league as a young quarterback. You pair that talking about AJ Brown with Devontae Smith Don't look now, folks. The Eagles, all of a sudden, in one offseason, 
have created one of the best skill position groups in the entirety of the National Football League. And fast forward to this year, Jalen Hurts playing at an MVP-type level. MVP-type level. If it wasn't for the injury, I'm pretty damn sure Jalen Hurts would have been the MVP this year, but uh, that's here nor there, right? Jalen Hurts this year comes out in his first, second full year as a starter and just performs, man. Just flat out performs. Throws for 3,700 yards, completes 67% of his passes, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. But it wasn't, it wasn't his play in the passing game that really set him apart. What he did on the ground, 4.6 yards a pop, 760 yards rushing, 13 rushing touchdowns. Jalen Hurts accounted for 35 touchdowns this year for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's the American dream, ladies and gentlemen. All of this, and now he's the starting quarterback in the NFC for the Super Bowl. All of this, all of this before he turns 25 years old. It's a testament to hard work, determination, and belief in yourself and how it can pay off, man. Jalen Hurts, the American dream, and I can't wait for that matchup uh, on Sunday. Despite the success, though, that Jalen Hurts has had all season, there's still some folks questioning just how good he actually is. I'll let you hear from one pundit who doesn't even think he's an MVP caliber player at this point, despite being nominated for the award. That's here next on The Fan. If you're just tuning in, I feel like this weekend, both of these guys have a ton to lose and a ton to gain. From Patrick Mahomes' standpoint, his legacy very much on the line. Think about it. When's the last time that we've anointed a quarterback this quickly? But in the league, five years And we're already talking about Patrick Mahomes like he's one of the all-time greats, like he's a Hall of Famer. And I love it because his play during the regular season and the playoffs, nobody can go toe-for-toe with him, right? It's unmatched. His ability to come in and have the impact on the game that he's had right away is second to none. But as I mentioned in the last segment, man, on Sunday, if he cannot get the job done, I think personally – Maybe that conversation and narrative about how good Patrick Mahomes is, maybe that needs to change, right? Here are the numbers again. Patrick Mahomes, 1-1 one one in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes is only completing 57% of his passes. He's thrown for 556 yards. And here's the numbers that are staggering. In his two Super Bowl starts for Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns, four interceptions. That can't happen on Sunday. You cannot turn the football over against the Philadelphia Eagles and expect to win. I've said it all show long, man. I cannot wait for this matchup. The football gods are on our side, man. This is a matchup for the ages. This Eagles defense against this high-octane Chiefs offense, man. It should be fireworks. Uh, Sunday, expect a treat, man. Point blank period. Expect a treat. The quarterback position, though, and the other side of it, the NFC representative and Jalen Hurts, his rise to fame. It's also unlike anything we've ever seen. But his his story isn't written yet. Because Sunday, if he goes out and wins, when you look at the quarterback landscape in the NFC, there is a clear argument to be made that if Hurts goes out and wins on Sunday, is he the best quarterback in the NFC? I know Aaron Rodgers is still lingering around with the Packers, but the thought is that he's going to be traded before the season starts. Even with Aaron Rodgers in town. You saw the way A-Rod played this year. Wasn't nothing like Jalen Hurts. This kid is special, man. 
And this is how you know you're special. You know you're special that even when you have an MVP type of performance on the season, you know you're special when folks are still hating on you. Here's Nick Wright, the host of Fox Sports First Things First. He had this to say about Jalen Hurts. Take a listen. I, I don't think Jalen Hurts is being disrespected. I think Jalen Hurts being an MVP finalist is kind of disrespectful to the actual MVP candidates. Oh, what? He's in the Super Bowl. Oh, he couldn't be second? No, listen, I think he's going to finish second. Do I think Justin, do I think Jalen Hurts is an MVP caliber player? No. And the thing is, I don't think anyone does. I think people are like him which they should. I think they're impressed by how he carries himself, which it would be impressive for a 34-year-old, much less a 24-year-old. I think they root for him because he's kind of a sports underdog, because he lost his job at Alabama, because he wasn't a top 10 pick, a first-round pick. He was a late second-round pick. And because of all those things, and because some people are quarterback win zealots, they pretend to think he is a fully established player when he is not. It's Nick Wright, uh, the host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1. And whew, we're talking about, we want to talk about coming off the top rope. That's how you do it, right? Anyone, anyone who's hating on anything that Jalen Hurts has done this season is exactly, exactly what you are. You're a hater, right? And Nick Wright, Nick Wright is crazy for that, man. This Philadelphia Eagles offense cannot function without Jalen Hurts. What's the definition of MVP? It's an acronym. It stands for Most Valuable Player. And even though Patrick Mahomes wins the award last night, there is a clear-cut case to be made that Jalen Hurts was the most valuable player to his football team this year. Without a shadow of a doubt. Like I said, That Eagles offense, that RPO-based ground-led attack, cannot function without Jalen Hurts. Point blank, period. He brings so much to the table as a dual-threat quarterback and having to make all the reads that he's having to make. The work that Jalen Hurts does above the neck pre-snap is the separator from him and the other dual-threat quarterbacks around the National Football League. Jalen Hurts... And the responsibility that he has in that Eagles offense, second to none. There's an argument to be made. He's doing more than anybody else in the entire sport. And Nick Wright went on to say that he thinks thinks that Jalen Hurts being an MVP candidate is a disrespect. A disrespect to the award. Beautiful thing about social media, I got numbers for you, right? Jalen Hurts this year accounts for... 4,461 yards, 35 total touchdowns, and eight total turnovers. Compare that to the last five MVP winners. Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back. Jalen Hurts has more yards than Rodgers in 20 and 21. Jalen Hurts didn't account for more touchdowns, but there's still the case to be made that Jalen Hurts clearly had a better season than what Rodgers had in 2021. And the team's success matters in this case as well, 110%. How far did Rodgers go in 2020 and 2021? Not very far. Jalen Hurts in his second year as a starter has the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. So to think, to think that, to think that Jalen Hurts 
isn't worthy of being an MVP candidate is ludicrous. It is. Even go back to Lamar Jackson, his MVP season. Jalen Hurts accounting for more yards than Lamar Action Jackson in 2019 when he won the MVP. The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. There is, no matter how much football you watch, man, it's very evident, very clear just how impactful Jalen Hurts is. His numbers in comparison to the last five MVPs are right online and even better in some cases. So miss me with all that, Nick, right? That, that's just hater stuff. That's the stuff that our platform and our medium can't progress with when we got people hating like Nick Wright. That doesn't make sense. Here are Jalen Hurts' numbers from the pocket this year. Because also in that soundbite, you heard Nick Wright critique his ability to win from within the pocket. Jalen Hurts and his numbers from within the pocket this year. 309 of 429 for 3,600 yards, 1,800 air yards, 21 touchdowns, and four interceptions. Of all the quarterbacks in the National Football League with at least 200 attempts from the pocket, Hurts' passer rating, a 109.9, is the NFL's best. Hurts' EPA from the pocket, 56.5, is the fifth best. So to say that, to say that Jalen Hurts isn't playing at an MVP level or didn't deserve to be an MVP conversation, it's haterism, man. Put the cup down, so to speak, right? Put the cup down. The numbers don't lie. The commentary that we've heard in the disrespect of Jalen Hurts during this two-week period from championship weekend to now was disgusting. Absolutely. Completely disgusting. I can't even believe... I got to sit up here and, and explain this to you people. They're not dumb. That's why I love this fan base. Y'all are some of the most intellectually sound people in the country. This is ridiculous, though. This is ridiculous. The disrespect, and I don't ever, ever, ever want to bring the race card into it. But is it because he's a black quarterback? Is that what it is? Is that why? How can you discredit anything that Jalen Hurts has done this season? I don't know. I don't know. I see some calls on the line. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Say what you got to say. I don't really have a question to pose out to you all, but y'all are calling in anyway. Let's let's take some calls here. Anthony's in Bethesda. What's going on, Ant? Hey, what's up, Linnell? How you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Look, I, I just wanted to call in. I heard what you were saying, and I heard the, the clip from, from the guy Nick. Look, the reality is the guy, he's done very well this year. Nobody can take anything away from from Jalen Hurts. But with that offensive line, that running back core, and that wide receiver core, there's not many starting quarterbacks in the NFL that wouldn't post outrageous numbers. So, again, I mean, we don't need to bring the race card into it because that has nothing to do with it. But Jalen Hurts has done very well. He has. He is a mobile quarterback. But it, on an MVP level, I don't see it. And, and and all I will say is, again, with what he's got on his offense, if he wasn't posting those types of numbers, then asking the real question, why? Because, again, the best offensive line in football, you, I mean, 
Anthony, I appreciate the call, man. Look, I get it. It's a very valid point. My thing is, how can you take anything away from him because of the talent that he's playing with? How many different guys we can say that about? And think about this. The definition of MVP, it's an acronym, three-letter acronym, most valuable player. You take Jalen Hurts off of the Philadelphia Eagles, what are they? What are they? And the beautiful thing about this season, not, not to say that injuries are a good thing, but Hurts got injured. And we got to see this Eagles team without Jalen Hurts. They were a shell of themselves. It was not close. Night and day. Night and day from when Hurts was in the lineup and when Hurts wasn't in the lineup. They were 0-2 without Jalen Hurts. They scored 10 points. 10 points in Week 17 against the New Orleans Saints without Jalen Hurts. So to act like this offense isn't dependent on Jalen Hurts is ludicrous. Do you not watch the game? Do you not understand the sport? Because they're running this RPO-based attack, what he's having to do above the neck, the mental load that he's got to take on is unlike anything else that anybody else in the National Football League has to deal with. Yes, he's the beneficiary of having an elite offensive line. Yes, he's the beneficiary of having one of the best wide receiver tandems in football. Oh, that's fine. But at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts, I gave you the numbers from within the pocket. Jalen Hurts has shown the ability this year that he can do it from within the pocket. He can do it from without the pocket. He can do it on schedule. He can do it off schedule. What flaws are y'all folks out there seeing in Jalen Hurts' game to make you speak this way about him? Because it's starting to get disrespectful. The dialogue that we're having surrounding Jalen Hurts is starting to get disrespectful. I've heard folks question how good he actually is. It's disgusting to hear how some people have talked about this young man this week. The disrespect is insane. It's meritless. And there's no substance behind what people are saying. I'm sick and tired of the Jalen Hurts dialogue. I really am. Cezanne is in Warrington. What's going on? Hey, Lynn, now. How, How you doing? doing? I'm good. Hey, it's pretty much just like a, an echo of the last guy. Mm-hmm. I, I think elite offensive line is good. I, this is one of the arguably the best offensive lines in the past 25 years. Agree. Uh, and Jalen himself right now I think is a top-ten quarterback. But I can think of, of 10 other quarterbacks that you could put in his exact same situation and they would produce similar levels. Well, hold on. Hold, hold on, say that. Hold, hold on, hold on, buddy. Hold on. So you're saying that there's 10 other quarterbacks in the NFL that can run this RPO system that he's running? No, no, no. I'm saying you put them behind a... a well, hold on. That's not the case. You put Gardner Minshew behind this offensive line. What happened? You can't just plug anybody into this. What he's doing with the RPO stuff is special. It was Gardner Minshew. That's, no, that's nobody special. I'm, 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 I'm not saying you could be replaced with anybody, but... He's an elite guy. You take an elite guy and you supplant it with another elite guy, they put up similar level of offense production. Now, I just want to know if, like, if Jalen is in a, mm-hmm. in a Washington situation where he has to be running for his life and he's getting hit in one and a half seconds, he's throwing to, what is it, uh, Cam Sims. Like, well, don't try to slide our same? receiving core, buddy. If, you, if he was here in Washington, he'd perform well. It's a bad example. We've got weapons. We've got everything that Philly has outside of the offensive line. So that's a moot point. Not tight end, I'd say. Yeah, very correct on that. I, I kill for Dallas Goddard. Uh, You're coaching. Right on I mean, he also is a better coach. He, he, he's in a great situation. He and is. I think in, in the next year or two, 
MVP without a doubt is the consideration. I just think we need to temper the. You're saying, the you're pace saying pump the brakes a little bit. Dude. Yeah, just temper the pace. Okay. I think next year or two, we could call him the MVP. This year, I, I like the call for him being second. But yeah, I dig it. I appreciate the call, buddy. Let's go to Josh in Upper Marlboro before we get out of here. Hey, Linnell. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, one, I just appreciate you calling out what's the, the absurdity of the analysis around Jalen. The numbers just simply don't lie. At all, what's buddy. so funny, man, is if, if, is if, like, you know, Mitch Trubisky had a turnaround like Jalen did, or if, like you said, Gardner Minshew, then they would be considered, oh, my God, they're now elite. But Jalen, I, I think part of it is people have a hard time getting him out of a category of sort of a moderately good quarterback because that's what we saw him as last year and the year before. It's almost like Geno Smith, who, like, completely mm-hmm. overperformed. But for some reason, when it comes to these black quarterbacks, when they do that, we still can't quite give them their credit. There's still the sense that, oh, they may regress the next year, or it's just the system. Brock Purdy has an amazing system around him, too, but people were giving that man his props, right. and they're not giving Jalen the same um, props. And so there's something funny here. I think that race may play a part in, in it. I, I don't think that's irrational. I also do think there's just something to like the category we placed him in. For lo- a long time, I was like, oh, that's just Jalen Hurts. He's just going to be uh, okay NFL quarterback. And now that he's far exceeded that, it's hard for people to change their category. Yeah. Hey, Josh, I appreciate the call, man. Thorough per usual. I mean, that's jo- Josh puts it eloquently. I think we have a problem. A problem. I think we have a problem in how we're trying to categorize him. I think because he is your modern day dual threat guy, I think folks have a problem elevating him into that top 10 conversation. And I think he's damn better than a top 10 quarterback. There's an argument to be made. He's a top five quarterback. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, Justin Herbert. Can you name me Lamar Jackson? Can you name me somebody clear-cut better than Jalen Hurts? Aaron Rodgers, but I'm, recency bias tells me that Jalen Hurts is better than Aaron Rodgers. So it's an interesting conversation uh, to be had. We'll continue it as the show rolls on. We're continuing to get you ready for Super Bowl 57. Eagles and Chiefs on Sunday set the square off from Glendale, Arizona. We'll take a quick timeout when we come back. My official pick for Super Bowl Sunday next is the fan. Needless to say... Super Bowl week has been a smashing success, man. Definitely, uh, definitely want to get out there for in, in the future, man, to be a part of that. But Eagles and Chiefs, man. Told you I'd give you my picks and my predictions. Want to reset things here real quick. The big numbers that I'm paying attention to and the big storyline that I'm paying attention to, Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes. When we talk about these two quarterbacks from a legacy standpoint, Who's got more to gain and more to lose on Sunday? Because if Patrick Mahomes loses and his record drops to one and two in the Super Bowl and these numbers don't get better, I gave these numbers earlier. He's one and one in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes only completing 50% of his passes, 57% of his passes, excuse me, during the Super Bowl. Two touchdowns, four interceptions. That's not cutting it. For a guy that we're anointing as a Hall of Famer already, I need bigger numbers in the game's most important game, straight up. It's no slight to Patty. It's just, look, if we're going to really evaluate it for what it is and we're going to really talk about you like you're going to be a future Hall of Famer and a GOAT, you got to talk about the Super Bowl numbers. That's what matters. That's what matters. And, and that those Super Bowl numbers are a small blimp 
on what he's been able to do in the first five seasons of his career. And I think, man, Sunday he's got a lot to prove. Because if he doesn't win, I think that conversation and, and those doubters of Patrick Mahomes, the few of those who exist, I think those noises get a little bit louder. And for Jalen Hurts on his side, this is an opportunity for him to continue to build on what he's done this year. MVP candidate, coming from the slums pretty much, exceeding everyone's expectations. My nickname from him from here on out, very, very clear, very simple, very short and sweet. Jalen Hurts, the American dream. He is what those folks want you to think America's about. Overcoming adversity, putting your mind to something, and basically the thought and mentality that I can do whatever I put my brain to. That's what Jalen Hurts represents and embodies, and that's the fabric that his DNA is made of, man. And I think if he's able to win on Sunday, whoo, that conversation is a lot louder about whether or not he is the best quarterback in the NFC. 1-800-636-1067. We'll preview the game. Excuse me, I'll give you my official picks for the game and some betting props I like uh, coming up in the next segment. Right now, though, I want to take your calls. 1-800-636-1067. Sean is in Woodbridge. What's going on, Sean? Hey, Willingham. What's going on, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. I'm answering a question, but I got one thing for you. Uh-huh. Uh, see if you notice this. Suitland, Lakewood Street, Willingham's. Not familiar. Okay, all right. Now. Wait, Suitland? Suitland. Are you saying Lakewood the street? street? Yes, Lakewood Street. Suitland, Maryland. Yeah. Suitland. Yeah, the Willingham's. Yeah, yeah of yeah, course. Yeah. Of course, of course, yeah, of course. I grew, up, I grew up on that street, the Moors. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, my brother's hung with some of your folks. Okay. But anyway, uh, this is the thing. What people don't understand, Jalen Hurts was dropped into the perfect offense. That offense was built for him. It was constructed for him. And you can't plug somebody in there and do the same thing he does. The thing is, it's, it's, it's impossible to happen. And reason being is because the plays were built for him. The offense was built for him. Everything. The whole team was constructed for the quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And where did that come from? Andy Reid. That's where, that, that's where the Philadelphia's coach got it from. What do you think he did with Mahomes? They constructed that team for Mahomes, put Sean, into Kansas Sean, City. Sean, you're, you're saying that like you're giving away state secrets. That's what you're supposed to do. No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's not what you're supposed to do. I'm kind of making the argument to other people that Jalen Hurts isn't an ordinary quarterback. Yeah. He's not an ordinary not. quarterback. Yes, it's constructed for him. But what I'm saying is, is no one else can go in there and do what he does. Same thing for Mahomes, MVP. Those things were constructed for these guys. Nobody can go in there and do what these dudes do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so dig the it. thing is, yeah, so I'm saying plain and simple, both of these guys, you know what I'm saying, are extraordinary talents. And I think that's the thing that people get lost, and I don't want it to be lost, is that they're extraordinary talents. I appreciate the call, Sean. Let's go to Kevin in Fairfax. What's going on, Kev? Jalen's the real deal, man. I'm tired of the State Farm commercials. I can't wait till (laughs) Jake goes away. Ah! Is that that it, buddy? Is that all all you had for me? I agree with you. Jalen Hurts is the real deal. Sounds like Kevin might have dropped his phone. Uh, we'll, We'll take a quick timeout when we come back. 
Give you some betting props for Super Bowl Sunday. Plus, I'll give you my official prediction. That's next here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.